Hey, listeners, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to say that we love making this show for you and the community that is growing around Start With a Win. To say thank you, we want to give a few lucky listeners an opportunity to win free swag. If you have an Apple account, please go on to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star rating and a written review. Here's the catch. When you leave your written review, sign it with your Twitter or Instagram username. Once a week, Mark and I will pick our favorite review, contact you on social media, and send you some free swag. It takes less than two minutes, so please leave your review today, and remember, start with a win. Atop of the 12th floor of the REMAX World Headquarters, you're listening to Start With a Win with CEO Adam Contos. And top of the 12th floor, REMAX World Headquarters here in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Adam Contos, CEO of REMAX with Start With a Win. I am here today for a solo cast with producer Mark. How you doing, buddy? A solo cast. Is that what we're calling him? Solo cast. You by yourself with me and Kayla. And it's not a solo <laughs> cast because there's three of us here, though. It's a tri-cast. Yeah, that's right. But... Um, you know, you're you're not here with a guest today. No, no you guys. have a profound idea that you want to share with our listening Whoa. audience. I, you know, I I get to learn a lot. I, I go to a lot of events. I try to talk to as many wise people as I possibly can in this business. And I heard something the other day that I thought would be of great interest for our guests to ponder. So I am excited. Uh, what are we going to be talking about? You know, we've we've heard this phenomenon. Uh, so-called disintermediation that has occurred through society over the past, you know, decade or so. Mm. And I, I think I want to dig into that a little bit. You know, every time you have a business discussion, you hear people go, they're the Uber of hamburgers <laughs> right. or whatever it is. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and too, it's, it's a constant, I feel like in the real estate world, it's a constant fear. Yeah. Like who's going to disrupt us and take our jobs? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, you're going to go the way of the travel agent, right? You know, things like that. And, and there are businesses that in, in pretty much every space that, that are attempting to do this type of thing. And, you know, God love them. They push innovation. Yeah. And I think that's, we need that. It's healthy. Uh, there need to be industry pressures in every space. And really what it should do is it should make people better or make them decide that maybe it's not for them. But there are a series of questions that, uh, that I have heard recently that are fascinating when it comes to this topic that I want to share with our listeners. Yeah, let's get right into it. Okay, so I was, uh, just to kind of give the backstory of this whole thing, I was at a, a great industry event uh, this past week, and in doing so, I, I get to sit and talk to some amazing leaders in our space, not just, not just in the real estate space, but business leaders. And if you ever get the chance to sit down with somebody who's a business leader, ask questions. So, that, I mean, it's, and, and this is what I came up with. I, I looked at this industry uh, leader, this, this is an iconic industry leader in the real estate space, has built an amazing uh, local firm, uh, not, not Remax, but I mean, just, this is a great human being that's done great things uh, and also teaches some amazing business principles that I completely agree with. And I asked him, I said, so what do you think about our space, our agents, going to be disintermediated? Are they going to go the way of, you know, um, Uber disintermediating, uh, you know, the, the quick ride, such as either a taxi cab or a rental car, uh, you know, the Airbnb, 
route of um, you know hotels or or short to medium term stays. Netflix, you know, everybody's on Netflix. Netflix is even like its own its own word. It's like Kleenex or Xerox or something like that or Google or whatever it is. Xerox. Yeah. I used an old one now. Um, <laughs> Xerox. But yeah, let's go Xerox this. Let's copy it, right? That's right. Kleenex. Yeah, Kleenex. I, I mean, that's still a good one. Yeah. Right. So um, yeah, Netflix dis- disrupted Blockbuster. Totally, man. You yeah. know, and and we have to ask ourselves why. Mm-hmm. Why did these companies do what they did? And um, this industry leader said, "Hey, Adam, I a, a good decade or so ago. So keep in mind, a decade or so ago. So none of these companies were really around at that point. Generally, there was a futurist that he was talking to, and this futurist told him." Uh, five questions that he asks about a business as far as will it be disintermediated or will it be, you know, heavily disrupted in, in um, you know, the customer base redistributed through a different type of, um, you know, value chain or, or uh, you know, delivery of, of resources. So this, and we see this in our space because we see people coming in and saying, okay, we're going to take and capture the entire real estate transaction in one place and you're going to be able to click it on your phone and, and you're there. And I go through these series of questions and I have to ask myself, is this really true? Or is this something that people want to be true? But we really can't answer these questions any other way that we need to in order to show that our space is going to be disintermediated. That being said, I don't want somebody to think that, you know, my, my feet are in, in concrete here and then we're not willing to be agile and move in our space. But these questions will make you think about what you need to do with your business. So let's jump into these, okay? Yeah, sounds good. All right, what's number one? All right, number one. And you look at all these different transactions that occur with these different companies, be it Netflix, Uber, Airbnb, Expedia, things like that. Is the transaction frequent? And for the for those, yes. I mean, how many times a month do you rent a movie? Well, I mean, I would say how many times a day do I watch something <laughs> okay. on Netflix? Fair. <laughs> That's fair. And, you know, you, you've... You know, you when you travel, so you're buying plane tickets, obviously, and you're staying in hotels and whatever. Um, and and there are all these different events that people need to Airbnb, whatever it is. Uh, you are participating in all these different transactions relatively frequently, right? Yeah, totally. How many times a year? Well, how many times in their lifetime does somebody buy or sell a house? So what we know is roughly every eight years you will buy or sell a house. So that's not a frequent transaction. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I've, in the past 15 years, I've bought two houses. Right. So there you go. You you meet the averages there, Mark. Yeah, I'm an average guy. <laughs> I disagree with that one. Thanks. You are far from it, my friend. <laughs> so, all right. So first question, is your transaction frequent? Uh, answer to real estate? No. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Second one, is the cost big? Uh, I would call a real estate transaction big. A big cost. That is probably the largest purchase or transaction that occurs in your life. Yeah, they say it's like the largest investment someone makes. Yeah, it's you know it's it's roughly like eighty to eighty five percent of your retirement savings as well. You know, for real estate, is the cost big? Oh heck yeah, Absolutely. it is. And in comparison, right, a Netflix or an Uber, or right, an Airbnb, the cost is super low. Right, right. So that I mean that kind of leads us into the 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 third question of is there risk. So, you know, obviously higher the cost, the higher the risk financially. So, uh, and there's not just financial risk, there's, there's other risk as well. But let's, let's talk about that. You know, we, we look at, um, you know, uh, let's say uh, a movie rental. How much does a movie rental cost? $1.50, you get it from Redbox. Oh, yeah, a, a buck fifty. okay. Um, 
if that doesn't work, if you go to Redbox and you rent a movie and you get home and you open it up and the DVD or what or the Blu-ray won't play in your Blu-ray player, or you go to Netflix and you go to play it and you get, you know, some frozen screen or something like that, or your Wi-Fi goes out or whatever it is. Are you going to go, oh my gosh, I just lost my life savings? <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> I'll try Prime Video or I'll try HBO Go. <laughs> or I'll try yeah, exactly. You're just going to go somewhere else. <laughs> and, you know, it's realistically, it's the same thing even with a plane ticket. Because everybody goes, oh, you know, buying a house, plane, buying a plane ticket. I'm like, heck no, there's a big difference. What if your plane gets canceled? Are you going to go, ah, oh, my life is over. I can't send my kids to college, stuff like that. No, you know what you do? You walk down to the customer service desk, and they put you on a different airplane. <laughs> right. So, uh, it, hello. Big difference when it comes to cost and risk there. And by the way, if you're involved in one of these things, you're probably not going to sue somebody. Right? Yeah, not at all. I'm going to sue Netflix because my video wouldn't play. And it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, you look at cost and risk overall there. Uh, real estate transaction? Huge. Big difference. Big difference. You know, it's, I almost look at it like, um, hey, you're going to have, like, uh, a knee replacement next week. Um, does it happen much? No. <laughs> Is there a, a, is it going to cost a lot? Yeah, it's like a hundred grand. Is there a big risk to it? Um, I might not ever walk again. Uh, you know, things like that. Are you just going to go down to the, to the, you know, the pharmacy on the street corner and go, Hey, can I get a new knee please? No, not at all. No. It, and same thing with a real estate transaction, a big deal. Um, a lot of potential pain, a lot of litigation, you know, we're a pretty mm -hmm. litigious society. And, uh, and I'll tell you, being in this space, when you look at the risk, I hear so many horror stories about this. And I'm not saying all real estate transactions are that way because most real estate transactions are handled by a professional, a full-time professional. In fact, we know over 90% of them are. And their job is to uncover those situations so they don't turn into risk, so they don't turn into litigation, so they don't turn into massive loss. Uh, I, I saw one recently where these people, um, they had like a $300,000 home and they went to sell it. And the inspector came in and said, have you ever had this home inspected before? And they go, no, we bought it from a builder. We didn't have it inspected. And the, the home uh, inspector goes, well, you can't sell it because it doesn't meet code. None of the beams are in the right place. The foundation wasn't created correctly. The walls were wrong. The you know, the electrical was wrong. So these people are going, well, what do we do? Uh, you're going to have to knock it over and rebuild it. Oh, that sucks. No, they're out a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. They're life savings. When I heard, too, in some areas in the United States, you have to have a lawyer do your transaction, don't you? Correct. Well, basically, you know, that's what real estate licensing is for the most part, is it, it is teaching and, and uh, licensing somebody to be able to handle, handle the legal documents, the legal process of the real estate transaction. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. It, it really is a big deal. So, um, so the first three, is your transaction frequent? Uh, real estate transaction? No. Is it a big cost? Yes. And is there a risk? Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. So um, if, you're, uh, you know, if you're thinking about doing a real estate transaction, you don't want to use a real estate agent by now, you should. But fourth one, is it complicated or simple? Complicated. I, oh, my gosh. Super complicated. Super complicated. And you know what? Every year there's more regulation in it. And there's more... Um, there's yeah, more contract changes. There's all sorts of stuff that happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, or building code changes, uh, or even, you know, where 
where the home is going to be built, there's, um, you know, different changes in how things are zoned, uh, different ways, um, you know, master community changes, things like that. There, there are so many different changes and regulation that go into this that it is a super complicated transaction, not to mention we haven't even talked about lending yet. So it's the ball game. Yeah, I mean, we, we, uh, we had uh, Ward Morrison on from Motto Mortgage on an earlier episode. Uh, those guys are pros. They get the regulation in the in the lending space. So, um, is it complicated or simple? Let's uh, compare this against our uh, disintermediating companies. Netflix. Is it complicated to get a movie? <laughs> pretty pretty simple. Pretty simple. All right. Let's see. Uh, how about getting a a, a ride? An Uber or Lyft <laughs> Uber. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, one of those. I I pretty much can get from my plane to the curb and into a car within like fifteen minutes. Totally. Totally. And, uh, and, you know, they make it easy as possible, which is great. We need that service. Uh, how about an Airbnb? Is that really all that complicated? No, I'm actually staying in the Airbnb soon in San Diego. Check you out. Easy Mr. peasy, chicken cheesy. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, and really going online to buy a plane ticket, you know, you go on there, you go, I'm going from here to here on this date. And uh, here's about what I want to pay. Here's how many times I'm willing to stop. And I want this kind of seat. And they go, bink, here you go. Here's your choices. Click here to check out. Yeah, pretty simple. Simple. Buying a house, not simple. Yeah. You know, real estate agent can help smooth all that out. Uh, you know, an expert agent, you know, a, a REMAX agent, in my opinion. Um, you know, In your professional opinion. My professional opinion. You know, my expert opinion here. Um, and, and they take care of that stuff for you. Their job is to mitigate those things. So, uh, and then number five. The fifth question that you need to ask yourself, is this a unique product? Now, this one is interesting. This one is interesting because you can have unique products that are disintermediated. I mean, you look at Etsy, you know, uh, things like that. All the stuff that's on Etsy is unique. It's all handmade or, uh, you know, crafty, things Artesian. like that. Artesian. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. It's a buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like disruption. Disruption. Artesian. <laughs> this is an artesian industry. But, um, you know, the, here's the reality. Uh, if you're in seat like 7A versus 11D on the airplane, is one unique over the other generally? No, I think I can get my ginger ale and a snack to any one of those seats. There you go. <laughs> um, that's not unique. How about renting a video? That's not unique. Yeah. Um, and how about an Airbnb? I mean, really, you know what Airbnb originally was designed for? I don't. You need an air mattress somewhere. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I heard that story. Yeah. So, I mean, you just need a place to lay your head that night. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, there's a shower or something nearby. <laughs> Some college dudes that open up their uh, living room floor for you. Totally. You know, they're going to festivals or whatever. Hey, who has room on their floor? I do. Okay. I'm in. So, and, um, you know, we talked about plane tickets. So, um, real estate transaction, every house is different. It doesn't matter if it's a track home and there are five of the same model on that street. They're going to have different paint jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, one might have had a, a pet versus one that was a smoker versus one that right. um, was super careful about keeping it clean. How's the sewer line? Oh, when man. Was the, when was the roof replaced? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> the, the construction worker that put the nails into the wood was a different person most likely in some of these. And maybe they had different standards. Or maybe they had different craftsmanship style. Right, yeah. So, so completely unique transaction. It is completely unique. So I, I, I think about this and I go, all right, um, does this beg for professional 
advice? That's the biggest question here. Does this beg for you to have an expert that can help you with it? And you can benchmark this against, you know, I used the knee replacement as an example. Uh, I, had a, I had a partial knee replacement several years ago, and I, I was pretty careful who I chose. I wanted to make sure that the guy who was going to do my knee replacement, um, this wasn't his, you know, this is like June or something like that. This wasn't his first one. So, you know, you, you never want to be the first one, right? right? So I, you know, I checked him out. He's like, yeah, I do these like three or four a week and, you know, I've been doing it for this long. And you go, okay, uh, you know, a little reference check there. Um, what kind of problems am I going to have? That type of thing. Uh, tell me about it. Did they know what they were doing? Because, I mean, frankly, my life is in his hands and my future, my ability to walk, whatever it is. So um, I was careful, just like I am with a real estate transaction. Yeah. You got a lot at stake there. Might, yeah. as, might as well make sure that, that these things are covered. And I'm I'm comfortable knowing that I'm going to pay a little bit of money for expertise. And and that's what you're you're buying not just the product, you're buying peace of mind. And that's what you get. As opposed to, oh, my Netflix didn't fire up today. <laughs> I forgot to update the app. Or oh, they're gonna, you know, charge me twelve dollars instead of eleven for this. So big difference. Four or five questions to ask yourself, are you going to be disintermediated? And also things that you need to understand, you need to make yourself extraordinarily valuable in these five concepts. Is your transaction frequent? Is the cost big? Is there risk? Is it complicated or simple? And is it a unique product? And that's something too, that essentially you can kind of benchmark yourself against these things, right? Totally. You know, as an agent. Totally. And if you're, and if you're starting a business... Put the checklist out there. Figure out, okay, is somebody going to walk in and, and pull this out from under me? So uh, good questions to ask and a good way to figure out how valuable can you make yourself in your business. Thank you so much for listening to Start With A Win. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, or rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. You can follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, start with a win.